This is for an NFL record 66 yards on its way. It bounces off the crossbar, and it's good. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Get ready. We're turning it up. Get ready. Get ready. We're turning it up. What's going on, champs? How we doing after week three? I hope y'all doing a little bit better than me this week, man. It's been kind of rough out there with all these injuries, and uh, teams are already getting plagued out there, man. Derek, how you feeling about week three, buddy? Hey, I'm 4-1 and one this week, man. Speak for yourself. I had a great week. You do it. <laughs> I, I actually, my our main league, our main league's the only league that I'm kind of hurting in. Every other league, I'm doing real good. Yeah. But welcome in to another episode here on the Pigskin Fantasy Football Podcast. We are your hosts, Justin and Derek. You'll find us on Twitter at pigskin underscore jgonzo and pigskin underscore drock. Man, this was a crazy week, and that intro kind of, man, sums it all up, man. That 66-yard field goal, man, that was insane. Poor Lions, I was watching man. that game with my brother, and we were losing our minds, bro. Yeah. Hit the front of the crossbar and went in. It was crazy. That's nuts, man. All right, Good for uh, him. What do we got on the show today? Man, we got our fantasy triage, cover some of these injuries, and, uh, you know, see see if some guys that, you know, we're going to like here on the waiver wires due to some of these injuries, man. We're going to cover these waiver wire targets, try to help some people out, including myself this week because i got <laughs> you need some six, waiver advice, six guys man I need some advice over here absolutely man <laughs> now, before we get into all that stuff i want to first want to let you get um wow before we get into that just go ahead and give the show a follow on apple spotify all the social media handles the links are in the description of this show and uh yeah man come interact with us we got some stuff going on social media it's pretty cool so uh get in there all right, so the f- breaking news today, not not right now on the show. We're not that uh we're not that lucky to get breaking news on the show. All right, but uh breaking news, Josh Gordon reinstated by the NFL, plans to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know how I feel about it, but I'm curious to know, Justin, how do you feel about Josh Gordon? Is he somebody you're willing to be hurt by again or are we just completely avoiding this? What do you think? Avoid. Move on. <laughs> um, All right. No, that was, man, that was easy. This is, I mean, uh, Derek, you and I have kind of gotten real big into UFC uh, past couple years and stuff. Man, we've kind of watched a lot of the pay-per-views. This uh, this feels like the John Jones of the U- of the NFL. You know, he, he comes <laughs> back and, and gets suspended, and he comes back and gets suspended and gets arrested and – this is uh man, it, I I got no, I I got no fantasy wise. I mean, good for him for keep making it back into the NFL, but I feel like this is kind of a fool me once, shame on you. About <laughs> fool me fifteen times, shame <laughs> on me. Oh man, um, I mean, yeah, I see, feel the same way, man. I'm happens. just I'm I'm not willing to because if you look on like sleeper right now, he's the top trending player. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know how o- a lot of people... Over under six weeks before he's suspended again. <sighs> I don't know. I think, that, <laughs> I think that line's too high, man. Dude, it's... I think he's too high and the line is too high. <laughs> I mean, good we'll for see, him man. for making it back. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, we're we're cracking jokes, but uh, if he gets he got reinstated again, so obviously he's doing some things right. So hopefully, you know, the NFL is a a league of eighteen chances. So yes. uh, let's see if what he does with this one uh, couldn't have probably landed in a better spot. You know, the the Chiefs need some help at receiver because you know teams are shutting down Tyree Kill and. They need something, yeah, man. man. They need some extra oomph on that offense, man. Like Mahomes yeah. can only do so much. Yeah, it's gonna be uh interesting to see how he how he fits into this offense. Um and, and let, let's see, man. Let's see if he if he makes it you know, makes an impact on the field. I I just don't trust him for fantasy. Yeah, people are gonna be chasing the uh, no, like rookie season Josh Gordon and the early career Josh Gordon where he was dominant, but that was so long ago. It's hard yeah. to believe that he would be in that in the same sort of physical ability at right now in this point in his career. So especially in and out of the league all these years. Absolutely. So I mean, we'll see. Time will tell. I'm not willing to spend a whole lot of my fab budget on him because I know that that's what's going to happen this week. If you are, didn't already pick him up because of the news he was being reinstated, because that's what happens too. The second he is reinstated, he immediately is picked up by everyone. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll I see. think I think the biggest hype is because he's signed. He's signing with the Chiefs. I think that's yeah. the, the major hype right now. But I'm still not willing to go out there and get him. I mean. You just you just don't you don't know, man. I mean, if you're gonna cut him for somebody that's and, and take a shot and stash him, that's cool. But right now, man, there has been a tremendous amount of injuries, and and there's some players out there on the waiver wire that we're gonna talk about a little bit later that can help your team right now. And I don't think stashing a Josh Gordon, if you're in that position where you can go ahead and stash him and see what happens. Well, more power to you, man. But I know that there's been quite a bit of injuries out there already, and it's only week three. Yeah. All right, let's jump into some injuries. So, assessing the situation, mm-hmm. are they breathing? No, Rose, they are not breathing. And they have no arms or legs. No, that's not part of it. Where are they? All right. Um, pretty, uh, pretty sad day on the injury front. <clears throat> so... We'll start with some slightly positive news. Tyler Lockett initially thought to be an MCL injury. He did come back in. He looked kind of stiff when he did come in. Uh, Didn't have that explosive week like he has been having lately. And, uh, you know, just keep an eye on it. Monitor the situation closely. Tyler Lockett with a knee injury. Uh, He did play. He did finish the game, I believe. So just keep monitoring that. We may need to pivot. But I don't know if Seattle has anybody to pivot to. Because they only rostered like four receivers coming into the season. So they're probably going to have to sign somebody if Tyler Lockett's going to miss any time. So keep an eye on that situation right there. KJ Hamler uh, for the Denver Broncos, not so lucky. Torn ACL out for the season. Uh, You know, I talked about him on the recap show. This was before the ACL injury news came out. So, you know, I feel kind of bad now. I was like, man, he's not doing anything. He kind of is stinking up a little bit. You know, I kind of talked bad about him, which wasn't too bad, but I didn't know he was hurt. So before anybody looks at that and is like, oh, Derek's 
hating on injured players. No, that's not it. That's not <laughs> it. I had no idea. Torn ACL came out afterwards. So um, sucks to see it. Uh, I mean, he wasn't producing like a whole lot, but he was uh, definitely a uh, flash in the pan kind of player. So yeah, but um, this, I mean. This kind of just for me bumps up Sutton and Tim Patrick. Yeah, we'll uh, talk about Tim Patrick in the waiver show, in the waiver section. Yeah. But uh, no, I agree wholeheartedly, man. That also helps Noah Fant a little bit. And uh, yes, but I think that's about come it. Come on, though. Jerry Judy, come on back, buddy. Yeah, um, come back, James strong. White, Patriots running back, hip subluxation, similar to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He should hit the IR and miss significant time. Really sucks. Uh, same, literally almost the same injury as Ryan Fitzpatrick a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, it's 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 a minor version of the Tua Tungabailoa injury when he was at Alabama. Uh, obviously, it was it's not like super, it's not season ending. It could be, um, but you know, we haven't heard Fitzpatrick being ruled out of the season yet. So there's hope that James White can come back uh, towards the end of the year, but he's going to be out for a long time, and that really sucks. He was my RB too, so. Uh, yeah, I'm man, really that's, hurt. That's now. a big blow because yeah. I mean, that kind of was uh, I was Mac Jones's kind of safety net in the passing game, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, he was going to start to be a very viable option here in fantasy football, man. Uh, easy flex, or you know, if you went that zero RB, you know, type deal and you were able to get James White, you know, he was a he was a nice RB2 for your team, yeah, um, to give you a solid production every week at least, yeah. All right, uh, A.J. Brown, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton all dealing with hamstring injuries. I mean, they're dropping like flies in New York, man. Uh, A.J. Brown went out early in that game, real early in in uh, the, the the game on Sunday. And uh, I feel like uh, Shepard and Slayton went out like almost back-to-back as well. So, uh, you know, three receivers dealing with some hamstring injuries. It's not good for wide receivers, I can tell you that. It's... Uh, you know, they need those things to run. <laughs> That's like 99% of their job. So, uh, yep. it, it really sucks to see it. And AJ Brown's the biggest, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to affect more people, uh, on the AJ Brown side than the other two, but Sterling Shepard was definitely a guy that could have been, uh, was starting to get more and more, um, relevant as the season went on. So really sucks to see that his season's going to be, um, not cut short because it's not season ending, but it's definitely going to be derailed a little bit. Yeah, for sure. All right, Deontay Johnson, knee injury. Uh, this is just an update. I mean, he did miss the game uh, in week three, uh, but uh, it's apparently not looking good for week four. Uh, there's a chance he can come back, but if he does, he'll be limited. So you're probably not going to start him even if he's healthy uh, in week four. So, and I mean, Pittsburgh's offense is just terrible right now. So, dude, Pittsburgh is looking rough. Man. Yeah, I picked against Pittsburgh the last two weeks and been correct. Paid off. <laughs> yeah, I picked Cincinnati to beat them and and Vegas to beat them. So, uh, yeah, I'm just not in on Pittsburgh right now, man. Such a huge difference from that 11 and 0 start they had last season. Yep. All right, st- uh, sticking with the Steelers. Juju Smith-Schuster left with a rib injury. I believe the update on that was bruised ribs. So I think he's day-to-day. So keep an eye on that one. He's really not producing for fantasy either. He only had three targets, three catches this week. So, you know, tough to see uh, it, man. Well, Juju did leave the game pretty early. Oh, he did? 
Yeah, he Ouch. he left the game it, it, earlier in the game. Um, so he's especially if Deontay Johnson is not a go for week four and Juju's out there, depending on how severe this rib injury is. Um, I think Juju is going to be a viable option for you. A nice, I mean, wide receiver three flex spot. I mean, I'm, I'll be happy with him there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that. I just, I'm just, I, I, I didn't see that he got, he went out that game early. So, but even like last week, he wasn't, he didn't do a whole lot. So, I mean, it's just his role in the offense is not, I mean, he's being, his role is being taken by Najee Harris. I mean, Najee Harris had 19 targets. Like some of those couldn't have gone to Juju. You know, I don't know. I'm just, if he's healthy and he's out there, I mean, sure he can start him, but I'm not really optimistic about his production unless he shows me something. So, um, but yeah, uh, Big Ben uh, dealing with a pec injury and an elbow injury. So, or at least I think he, I think he's dealing with a football, yeah, uh, yeah. injury. Because yeah, it's rough out there, man. He's not looking, man, dude. I I think I said this before too, man. I just I really wish that Big Ben would have just maybe hung him up. He he's just I think he's hurting his team more than he than he is anything else, man. It just doesn't look good. The yeah. the whole offense doesn't look good out there, man. Yeah. It's just it's rough. And uh, the O line was pretty banged up too this week. Uh, you know, I think three of their off- starting offensive linemen went down. So that's just another you know thing that contributed to Najee getting nineteen targets, man. Just having to dump it off so fast. And, nineteen uh, targets. Yeah, that's insane. So you know, just pay attention to the to the Steelers. Maybe you can avoid them. If you have players on this offense besides Najee, I mean you're starting Najee no matter what. With this kind, with that kind of target share, like 19 targets, I'll take that, man. That's that's rookie year Saquon type stuff. You know when he was getting 14, yeah. 15 targets a game, but they're all just like short dump off passes. Like I'll take that, man. He had over 20 points in fantasy this week, so absolutely can start Najee. But everyone else is kind of like either either hurt or not producing or a combination of the two. Um, yeah, it's just tough. especially with the matchup coming up against Green Bay this week. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll be, be chasing points. Hard. They'll be chasing points all day. Yeah, but it's it's going to be very hard to 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 confidently start anybody out there because right now your healthiest guy is going to be Claypool, and even he was banged up. But it looks like your healthiest receiver, starting receiver, is going to be Claypool. And, you know, he's going to most likely be, uh, you know, uh, being shot covered all all game by Alexander. And that's just not going to end up good. So, I and the way this offense has been looking, man, I, the only guy that I would probably want just because of volume alone and an abundance amount of targets is Najee Harris. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for the fantasy triage for week four. Uh, remember, just pay attention to some of those practice reports this week and see how these guys are doing. Uh, you know, some of them are obviously going to be out, but like guys like Tyler Lockett and all the hamstring guys and Deontay Johnson, you know, we're looking for those guys to come back hopefully this week, but uh, some of them may miss a few weeks, man. Everyone else is pretty much out for the season or for an extended period of time. So just keep an eye on that stuff. All right, Justin, you ready to talk some uh, waivers? Let's do it. All right, 
Okay, so we've got waivers for week four. Uh, we're going to go just like we did last week, uh, position by position, uh, kind of go back and forth, uh, you know, give a player, talk about it, and uh, give you some streaming defenses uh, and talk about some guys on our radars for this week, and then uh, we'll call it a day. So, all right, so my the guy that I'm picking up this week is Taylor Heineke playing against Atlanta. He's currently the QB 14 on the week, uh, only rostered in 13% of sleeper leagues. The main reason why I'm picking up Tyler Heineke is, I mean, he's got five total touchdowns on the season. He had a better week in week two than he did in week three. But in week three, he did add the eight for 21 and one on the ground. So if he can add that rushing element to it, to his game as well, then even if it's only 20 yards and, you know, the chance of getting a rushing touchdown. He's absolutely a guy you can stream, man. And sitting right now as a QB 14 on the season, I mean, he's producing at a decent level. You know, at least he's not QB 18, 19, 20. Uh, he's up there. He's almost a QB one. So, and he's got weapons. He's got weapons, man. He's got guys all over the place like, uh, you know, Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin and JD McKissick. And, you know, all, I mean, everyone knows the weapons that he has. He has a solid group around him. So, He's a, he's a baller, man, and I'm willing to pick him up and play him this week. Atlanta's one of the worst defenses against opposing quarterbacks. They played solid, I guess, against Daniel Jones, but that's it's just, it's Daniel Jones, you know. So you knew he was bound for some turnovers, even though I did say that he was going to be uh, a good streaming option last week. So I'm still picking on Atlanta. So I'm picking up Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke. As far as like how much money I would spend, uh, only a couple bucks. I mean, I wouldn't break the bank for him, so I probably wouldn't go more than like five or six bucks, depending on how desperate you are at quarterback. So, in a super flex, he may already be rostered, but in a single quarterback league, he should be out there. And yeah, I don't even think you're gonna have to spend anything to get him. Um, maybe throw a dollar out there to make sure you kind of get get him. I think a dollar um, minimum to- would be it, but I I, I can yeah. see somebody. It really just depends. Like, survey your league, man. Look around. Who needs a quarterback? If somebody, like, really needs a quarterback, then you should probably, like, go up a couple bucks. But yeah. if you look around the landscape and everyone's kind of good and set, then maybe, yeah, you can lower your bet, your bid to maybe a dollar or two. But I would definitely take a look around the league before placing your waiver claim for this player. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. My uh, waiver wire pickup at QB this week is going to go ahead and be – uh, Sam Darnold, man, the dude is currently the quarterback 12 on the season, has produced uh, three, uh, at least 24-point outings for, uh, for fantasy all three weeks. I know he just lost Christian McCaffrey, but I think that is going to help him. I think he's going to air it out, and they're playing Dallas this week. Not the toughest of matchups. I think that he's going to be able to produce a little bit more him and DJ Moore seem to have a very, very good connection. I think Robbie Anderson gets involved just a little bit more of this game with missing Christian Caffrey. Um, so I don't know, man, I think that Sam Darnold, uh, if you're streaming out there, he has proven it the last three weeks, man, that he, he can get it done. And um, he, he's gotten it done on the ground as well, man. He's gotten a couple rushes out there. He's got some wheels, uh, man. So, so, he had a nice rushing TD. Yeah. So he's 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 definitely improved. He's taken another step forward. 
the Adam Gase curse has lifted, and it looks like he is a decent quarterback, man. He looks like he he's gonna be okay for the Carolina Panthers, the three and zero Carolina Panthers. That's crazy. Hey, man, the Panthers are playing really well, and it sucks that they lose CMC, but that kind of segues into my uh, top running back pickups. Uh, I have them bunched together, man. Royce Freeman and Chuba Hubbard, man. These are guys that you need to be trying to get in on, especially if you're a needy running back team. So Royce Freeman currently rostered in 0% of of sleeper leagues. Chuba Hubbard's a little bit more. uh, He's he's at 40% uh, rostered. And I think that's just because a lot of rookie players are highly rostered and just kind of the veteran backups kind of fall by the wayside. So I know in our main league, Chuba Hubbard is actually rostered. So uh, Royce Freeman is the only... Uh, back in this backfield that is available so i mean it's probably going to be chuba hubbard and if he's available i would be spending a hefty amount of mo- of your fab budget on him and i'd be willing to blow the number one waiver priority if you have that and you may only get a couple weeks out of chuba hubbard but i mean we, we've been talking about this all off season man you have to win you have to win early you have to win now because we don't know what the end of the season is going to look like. So if I can buy some some cheap wins right now, I'm going to do it. So, uh, yeah, it sucks. I won't be able to submit a claim for Chuba Hubbard, but I'll definitely be looking to um, add Royce Freeman this week. So if you can put w- uh, claims on both of them, I would. I would for sure because nobody knows exactly what this backfield is going to look like. And both of them got playing time uh, when McCaffrey went. So I'd be willing to spend you know a good amount on Chuba uh, Royce Freeman, I probably would spend a lot less than I would on Chuba Hubbard. So just cause I think that the, the chances of Chuba Hubbard being the guy are greater than Royce Freeman. Uh, Royce Freeman hasn't showed anything in the NFL yet. So, uh, yeah, those are my top two running back pickups and, uh, yeah, I'd be willing to spend a pretty good amount on Chuba. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, that is going to be the number one, uh, waiver wire, um, addition this week. Uh, everybody's going to go after him. I think that Chuba got a little bit of bump in the draft. I think he probably could have gone undrafted in most leagues, but because what Mike Davis did last year in that offense, I think that um, Chuba kind of, you know, was one of those pickups in the last couple rounds that, you know, probably the CMC owner stashed or whatever. Uh, but he, if he is there on your waiver wire, for sure, I would definitely go at him. Uh, my guy that I am going to talk about here is uh, Peyton Barber. Just if Josh Jacobs is out, if Josh Jacobs misses another game, uh, Peyton Barber carried the ball 23 times. And I mean, I, I think that he's going to be a decent filler for you. If, if you're, if you're hurting at RB or whatever, I think he can produce, um, pretty good numbers for you and the chargers don't have the best run defense so if josh Jacobs is out i would maybe go ahead and maybe take a shot on peyton barber i know you're not going to know if josh Jacobs is out you might just have to stash him all week but i wouldn't be spending a lot of money on him uh or or barely any at all to be honest with you but he could be a viable option this week if josh Jacobs is to miss another game yeah, he was the only other running back on my list here. Peyton Barber, 7% rostered in sleeper leagues. Like you said, 23 attempts, 111 yards, uh, five targets. 
he ha- it's weird. He has the role that everyone wants Josh Jacobs to have, but even Josh Jacobs doesn't get this kind of workload. It's just yeah. it's, <laughs> it was so weird. Like Josh it Jacobs is. has never got. I don't think he's ever gotten twenty three carries and five targets in the same game. Yeah, and John Gruden is just sticking his middle finger up at everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I agree. Peyton Barber's a he's definitely a guy that I'd be looking to pick up, and uh, yeah, you're gonna have to use him if if uh, Josh Jacobs is out. I would definitely play him. Because if he's going to get this kind of workload, he's absolutely usable. All right. Yeah, man. Let's jump. I got some... one more though. All right, real go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. One, one more waiver wire addition. Just double check. He is rostering sixty six percent of the leagues on sleeper. Um, but if he's there on your waiver wire and you kind of needs a running back, uh, Cordell Patterson has actually been used in the Falcons' offense uh, to get you a decent a decent floor. You know, I mean, if you're you got a nice little flex option there with Cordell Patterson and his usage, he's actually outproducing Mike uh, Mike Davis right now in that offense. So, um, I if he's there, I would make I would go ahead and take a shot on him. Uh, he's probably rostered, but like I said forty four percent of his or thirty four percent of the leagues he is not rostered. Yeah, just make sure he's not on the waiver wire. If he is, I'd absolutely yeah. uh, pick him up. So. I agree with that take. All right, so let's move to some wide receivers. I have three names. Uh, I don't know how many many you have on your list, but my number one guy at wide receiver is Tim Patrick, and you kind of mentioned it earlier with the injury to K.J. Hamler. Jerry Judy's still uh, not playing. I believe Is is Jerry Judy on the IR, or is he on? He's on the IR, right? Yes. Okay, so Tim Patrick, 37% uh, uh, rostered in 37% of sleeper leagues. The dude led the Broncos in receiving this week, you know, 98 yards. He didn't score, but he scored the week one and two. So he's, I, I think he's going to see a, 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 he was already seeing a good uh, workload in the receiving game, but I think the injury to Hamler is going to further cement his role in this offense. There's just not a whole lot left. I mean, he's going to be starting in two wide receiver sets opposites of uh, Corlin Sutton and Noah Fant's going to get some extra work too, but uh, Tim Patrick is definitely going to be a usable piece moving forward. Now, I don't expect him to get like, you know, 10 to 12 targets a game. I expect the role to be similar to what it is right now. And uh, I just, I'm just praying that he's consistent. You know what I mean? And I think that the injury to Hamler is going to give him more opportunity to stay consistent. So he's definitely a guy that I'm actually looking to pick up. He's my number one wide receiver. Um Number one wide receiver pickup on the week. All right, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, man. My uh, wide receiver that I'm going to talk about, he is uh, currently rostering 22% of the league, so he should uh, be out there on sleeper leagues. So he should be out there on most of y'all's leagues. Uh, the dude has had nine, seven, and six targets, respectively. It's Hunter Renfro, man. Hunter Renfro is a sneaky uh ppr play and if he finds pay dirt he's just going to help your team even more he's going to produce a safe floor looks like um Derek Carr's looking his way um and he he's the wide receiver right now that I kind of feel most comfortable with in that Raiders offense so um if a g- nice guy to put up to pick up and maybe start in your flex and and give you a nice safe uh flex play uh, for a couple of weeks or, or or whatever can help you out. Maybe they're all season long. Yeah, yeah, definitely a PPR guy. 
So, all right, uh, my second guy, A.J. Green, uh, rostered in 29% of sleeper leagues, six targets a game uh, the first three weeks of the season. He's not irrelevant. He's here. He is in this offense playing really well, and uh, Kyler Murray's playing really well. So if he's going to continue this, if he can stay healthy, you know, he just cracked 100 yards this week. So uh, I'm, I'm looking to pick him up. And if he's available, which, I mean, he should be, uh, available 29% rostered. So go ahead and grab him, man. I think he's a name, so he's probably rostered. Uh, and he's rostered in, in, in our main league. So, but, uh, AJ Green's definitely a guy I'm looking to pick up. He's got some solid upside in this offense. And if he can stay healthy, he's going to be great. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, AJ Green, he's been looking pretty good. Uh, you kind of wanted to see how he was going to fit in with this offense, with all the kind of weapons that they have. Uh, but he he looks like he is the the number two on that on that team between him and Christian Kirk. Uh, now D Hop was a little banged up this week and and wasn't a hundred percent out there. So, but I, AJ Green's still looking good, man. He looks real good. Uh, next guy that I'm gonna bring up here is gonna be uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders uh, is rostered right now thirty seven percent of leagues. He just had a huge game with five catches, 94 yards, and two TDs. Two tutties, man. Dude had two um, tutties, bro. The dude, the dude, he, he looks good. He, he looks good. Everybody kind of thought he was this old wide receiver just coming to a new team. But him and Josh Allen created chemistry really quick. And Josh Allen looks like he's su- going to support three wide receivers man he's he's out here doing it and um all all three receivers are guys that i kind of that should be rostered and the fact that emmanuel sanders is only 37 percent rostered on sleeper uh leagues i think that he should be a pickup so go check away wires yeah i like it all right uh the last guy i have is not exciting so you know just listen anyway uh marquez calloway versus the giants this week um, it's a solid matchup and he did score a touchdown to help save his week only had four catches 41 yards but he did score against a tough defense he's rostered in 46 percent of, of sleeper leagues so he should be available especially after being rage dropped by a lot of people the first two weeks uh guilty yeah exactly yeah <laughs> go ahead and uh you know throw him back on your bench if you can uh i wouldn't be looking to break the bank because i mean he had one if he didn't have a touchdown he would be talking about a guy who has had three lackluster weeks. So, and that touchdown was quite a bit of yardage. So he probably would have had under thirty yards uh, receiving if he didn't catch that touchdown. So, I don't love it, but uh, I mean, he produced in a tough, tough matchup. So, uh, I'd be looking to get him. And they still have to play like some pretty weak secondaries coming up. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to throw him in there, man, and just see what I have. You know, just wait it out. I w- I don't know if I would start him this week. I mean, it's not a bad matchup either, so, you know, we'll see. But I'd be looking to add him on the cheap if I can, you know, like $1 or $2 if I can if I can, affo- uh, if I can afford it. So, um, you had anybody else at wide receiver? Nah, man, that's going to cover it. All right, I only have one tight end, so I don't know how many you have. All right, let's, but, uh, let's hear it. This is a guy I talked about on the Saturday Siege episode this weekend, uh, Dawson Knox. He gets the Houston Texans, who are the fourth worst in fantasy points allowed to the tight end position. 
give me Dawson Knox, man. He's just scored a touchdown this week. We just talked about how Manuel Sanders had two. Uh, I think Diggs had one, and uh, uh, Dawson Knox had the other one. So, um, you know, he's on the field um, more than 50% of the, of, of the offensive snaps. So he's, uh, you know, the, 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 the Bills have been notorious for running a lot of four wide receiver sets. But this year they're they're throwing in a tight end. They're using the tight end, and uh, you know they're going less of those of those sets. So I'm definitely looking to add Dawson Knox, man. He did score a touchdown th- uh, this week, so I'm looking for him to score another one against uh, against Houston. And um, he's got the best matchup of tight ends that are not already rostered. So I'm looking to pick him up if I need a tight end in a pinch and uh, and start him this week. All right, man. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the guy I have, I only have one as well. Uh, I I could have two. Uh, I'm going to mention somebody else, but the guy that I'm going to bring up here is uh, it's going to be Mike Kosicki. And the way that uh, he had 12 targets this game. And it looks like Jacoby Brissett is targeting two people in this offense. It's Jalen Waddle and Mike Kosicki. And Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starting QB for at least three more weeks while Tua is on IR. So I think that if you are streaming tight ends, I think that you can have a very decent matchup with Mike Kosicki. I think he's going to be utilized in this offense with Jacoby Brissett. They had the Colts this week. Not a scary matchup. Um I, I, dude, with the fact that he had 12 targets that you can't really ask for more uh, at the tight end position, he finished as the tight end number four on the week with uh, eight and half PPR and number two in PPR. So I, if you're in that streaming game with tight ends, man, I think that you can do a lot worse than, than Mike Kosicki. And I think he's going to give you a, a safe floor. And I, I don't think he's going to completely goose you uh, like he did week one with Tua. And I don't know. I like what I saw last week, man. I, I like what I saw between. Yeah, he's getting better. And he was a guy that I definitely talked about last couple of weeks. That I'm writing off and I'm not going to use him and I'm not on him. And he proved me wrong. Right. Uh, but I won't overreact. I won't overcorrect and say he's going to be a, a locked and loaded uh, option for the rest of the season. But you can't no, deny the fact that he's that he had 12 targets and he, he produced yeah. with those. So. Um, and, and that's to... why I said with uh, with the next like three weeks, especially with Jacoby Brissett, that that's what I'm kind of targeting him for. He looked good while Jacoby Brissett was under center. Um, didn't look the best when Tua was there. I'm not 100% sold on Tua supporting multiple fantasy options. Uh, that's why like my only guy that I was really high on was Jalen Waddle because he's that short pass guy. He kind of reminds me, Jalen Waddle kind of reminds me of that um, Jarvis Landry type of player that he was on the Dolphins. Like it's that short yardage that, you know, those screens or short slants or whatever, you know. So, uh, but with Jacoby Brissett under center, I think that uh, Mike Kosecki is a good, good option for you. Yeah. All right. Let's go talk a couple defenses real quick. And uh, yeah, so I've got two, but I'll only name one. I'll give you a chance to name the other one. Uh, Tennessee against the New York Jets. They are rostered in 12% of fantasy leagues or in sleeper leagues. Just target the Jets, man. I mean, Zach Wilson's not having a good start to his season. That offense is not good. 
And I'm just, I know that the Tennessee defense is not exciting, but it def, start, team defense is all about matchups. And I think this is a, the best matchup on the slate. And uh, I'm, I'd be willing to pick him up and start him this week. All right. Yeah, man, I, I, I like that. All right, and then the other defense that I would be okay with starting, it's not a sexy option at all. It's going to feel gross. You're going to feel like you need to shower afterwards, but I'm, I would, I'd be taking Cincinnati against Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I talked about this defense as a, as a team that I'd be looking to stash on Saturday's episode, uh, the Sun, Saturday Siege. I talked about Cincinnati and how it's not a sexy matchup. It's not, I mean, it's not a sexy defense, but they've had three sacks each of the last two weeks. Uh, you know, they're forcing turnovers and uh, Trevor Lawrence leads the league in interceptions. So, all right. And Trevor Lawrence had four turnovers this week. Yeah. Two picks, two picks, two fumbles. So, yeah, that's the name of the game on defense, man. Target bad offenses, target struggling offenses, target rookie quarterbacks. And this is it. Cincinnati is not a great defense. I'm not here telling you they're a great defense. They're not the Rams. Okay. They're not the Bucks. They're not, they're not, you know, one of these, the Bills. They are the Bengals, right? The little kitty cats. But you can use them against Jacksonville, who is seriously struggling on offense. Yeah, for sure. I I do like that call. Um, if if you're in a pinch, and I mean, it, it's not going to look good, but I think you can get some decent some decent points from. I don't think they're going to hurt you. Yeah, they won't um, hurt you. That's the thing. It's like I don't expect Jacksonville to all of a sudden put it all together this week and blow them. Yeah. Out. So my defense, uh, right now. Let me just double check that. All right. So they're only rostered 31% of the leagues. All right. So this defense um, that I'm going to call, I, I've seen some leagues where they're, they're being dropped because, you know, they weren't, they didn't have a great performance. I mean, in week two, somebody might have dropped them for a better matchup or whatever. But if they are on there, I would go ahead and pick up the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints defense are playing the Giants this week. The Giants are hurt, man. The Giants are really hurt right now. They've just lost uh, Shepard and Slayton, and if both of them can't go, it's going to be a tough week for them. Um, I think that the Saints can, you know, can manage Saquon, and I think, you know, if, if Lattimore plays, he's going to be able to shut down Kenny Galladay pretty easily. Um, so I think New York's in for a rough a rough go if uh, New Orleans Saints defense is fully healthy this week. Yeah, I like it. All right, I've got uh, kickers. I'm just gonna roll with Daniel Carlson again, man. If he's not, <laughs> if you're not picking him up and starting him, you should be. Um, you know, he. I don't think he's as, as uh, owned. Uh, he's not on as many rosters as like a Justin Tucker or, you know. Justin Tucker. Um, yeah, Justin Tucker, man. He's a go. But uh, Carlson, I mean, double-digit fantasy points each of the first three weeks of the season. So roll him out there, man. Matt Gay is not a bad option either. A high-scoring offense. And, you know, kickers are, are they are what they are. But uh, I, I, I love me some Darryl, Daniel Carlson this week. A guy, a guy that just, I mean, just came off a great performance. Um, I think that the Cleveland Browns kicker, might have you laughing a little bit, Chase McLaughlin. 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 Um, <laughs> McLaughlin. It's Mc. I don't even know. It's McLaughlin. I don't know. I don't know. But he had a solid know. game say, last week. I say McLaughlin because it makes you laugh. Uh, but they're playing Minnesota. 
Minnesota has a very bad defense. I think that they're going to be able to move the ball at will. Um, so I think that there's going to be a lot of options for some some points for the kicker. So if, if he just coming off a 19 point week as a kicker, man. So I think that uh, I think you're going to have a decent option if you pick him up. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing we got tonight, I've got three players on my radar. Guys, I'm just looking at, and I'm not picking them up this week, but I'm starting to think about it. Uh, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Scotty Miller is going to head to the IR with a severe case of turf toe. He's just on my radar. Again, I'm not picking him up because I don't think he's going to be um, heavily utilized in this offense. Um you know, especially with AB coming back and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gio Bernard and Rob Gronkowski, all that, you know, he's not going to be super involved. But if there's another injury, then I'd be willing to pick him up. Okay. So now he's cleared one hurdle and that's, and that's, he's clearly the fourth receiver in this option in this offense now. So uh, before he didn't really know, he could have been the four, he could have been the five. So he didn't really know, but now he has some clarity, at least for the, for the foreseeable future. So I'd be looking to keep him on my radar um, and then JJ Taylor, if, uh, if James White's going to be out for a long period of time, JJ Taylor is a guy that I'll be keeping an eye on. If he takes over that, that role that, uh, James White left behind, I'd be willing to pick him up too, uh, cause running backs are scarce and in PPR leagues, he could be, if he fills that James White role, he could be usable in fantasy. And then the last guy, Tommy Tremble, tight end for the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers just traded away Darren Arnold today. Uh, for took, a, took my guy, man. Sorry. Great minds think alike. All right, well, I'll let you finish it. Go ahead. Go talk about. I love it, man. T- go talk about Tommy Tremble, dude. Tommy Tremble, guys. Uh, rookie tight end for the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers just traded away um, Dan Arnold to the Jacksonville Jaguars for C.J. Henderson. I think they just lost their uh, rookie that they drafted. Mm-hmm. So Tommy Tremble, man, he he looked pretty good. Again, I mean, I know it was against Houston, but he was he was targeted. Uh, I think the, I mean, oh wow, let me take that back. It's only one target. That's why it's on my radar. He, He's not a guy I'm looking to pick up, but he he looked he looked pretty good um, out there. I mean, they you know there's been there was some hype coming out of camp about him, so keep an eye out. It's not a guy I'm, uh, we're willing to pick up or anything like that, but a uh, guy that I, I'm looking at that, especially with the loss of CMC. We don't know how long that's going to be that this team might have to pass a little bit more and not to their running back. So I think there's some available targets there in that offense. And, you know, Tommy Trimble might be the beneficiary of that. So something just to kind of watch out for. They they got a decent matchup this week against Dallas. So they can, you know, I think there's going to be a, couple, a lot more passing involved in this game uh, to other options than what would be, you know, Christian McCaffrey. So, um, yeah, just to kind of keep an eye out for Tommy Tremble. He might start making a little bit of noise here. Absolutely. All right. Uh, any other guys you kind of want to bring up or is this pretty much it, man? I think this is a, it's an okay week of waivers, man. Not Nobody I'm like super excited to like drop all my money on, but I mean, I guess just to kind of bring him up again, if Chuba Hubbard's available, he needs to be the first one picked up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that I, I I think that that's right, man. It's just Chuba that that you're is the 
going to be the height. I think there's a couple guys out there that you can maybe call your shot on that you can, you know. Um, Hopefully you hit on him, man. Hopefully, um, yeah. If you get him, Hopefully, he's yeah. he's he's solid free for fantasy. So yeah, for sure. But there's there's probably a couple guys out there that may you, you know just put a couple bucks on. Could be a little stash. But a biggest thing is, man, like just just pay attention on on who's in your league and and who's dropping players and and what's going on, you know? Because there there could be somebody out there that that you didn't even know. You didn't even know they were out there. And like, wow, how how did this player get dropped? So, um. I know in one of my leagues that Justin Fields just got dropped. So, Ooh. I mean, I know he looked completely horrible, hey but it, yeah, exactly. There, you know, there could be somebody like that, that you're willing to stash if your team looks healthy and, and you have a little bit of depth and you're willing to, you know, see if Justin Fields, you know, bounces back after that week, you know, they're, they're playing Detroit this week. So, if, if Andy Dalton's not ready to go and Justin Fields comes out and, and starts slinging against Detroit, then maybe you get yourself a quarterback. You know, maybe he just needs that one game and, and it all clicks, you know. Yeah. Um, Cleveland just made it difficult. But just double-check your waiver wires, see who's out there, and and good luck, you know. Absolutely, man. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Today, uh, go ahead and follow the show on Twitter at PigskinChamps, on Facebook at PigskinChampsPod. Check your waivers, man. Put in a bunch of claims. Make sure you're setting them up right so that you get uh, all the players that you need for week four. Justin, we will be back on Thursday with the Start Sit Show. Take it away, dog. All right, guys. Week three was a lot of fun. I hope y'all had a. Uh, I hope y'all did well. I uh, hope y'all do good on these waivers. We'll see you back on Thursday when we get into our Start Sits for week four. Y'all be easy. See you.